Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith in work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. Today we head off to Atlanta, Georgia, where Martha joins Caroline Mendez, the iWorkRim National Brand Ambassador, as they both interview Lisa Zeveld from Belay Solutions. Lisa is the CFO of this company and is decidedly and intentionally excellent in their pronouncement of their faith-driven organization. Lisa Zeveld, Caroline Mendez, and Martha, welcome to iWorkRim. Hey, ladies. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for that great introduction. Oh, you Thank bet. You. We, are, we are so thrilled, and we know we're not going to overpower Jim today, but we are going to kind of take the reins. And one one of the things, you know, that we just really want our listeners to hear, we know that we have a lot of both male and female listeners out there, um, but there's so many female stories that have not yet been told. And um, we believe that God is doing a great thing within women in all areas of work. And um, so today is one of those days where we're just going to highlight that a little bit more of an, um, in, a, in a more stronger way. And so she works for him is the conversation for today. So so thank you both for joining us. And Lisa, I every time we have a new guest on, we always ask our listener, our, our guest to share with our listeners your Christ story. How did you come to know Jesus Christ? Absolutely. I'm thrilled to get to share this. So I grew up in a Christian home. Both of my parents came from beautiful families who loved the Lord, um, but I never knew what it meant to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, you know, this was kind of in the, the late 70s, early 80s. I had very busy parents. I was an only child, and so um, I was just unchurched. And because I was unchurched, I didn't know the best practices to continue my faith. And so I was sort of lost um, and really seeking him and all that I was doing. My mom at one point when I was in middle school worked for um, a Catholic church in downtown Nashville. And I remember being in the church and just thinking, oh my goodness, I just feel his presence here. I remember that the priest gave me a Bible. I don't even know where my Bible was at the time. Gave me a Bible and it was the first time that I had this yearning to actually sit down and read the Bible. I wanted to read it cover to cover. But what happened is I didn't continue to have that, um, that guidance in my life. We didn't go to church on Sundays, but just that constant desire. And God was just pursuing me and pursuing me at everywhere I looked. And so my husband was working for an organization and met a beautiful family. They were a homeschool family. Um, this gentleman just piqued interest in my husband, and unfortunately, they had a daughter who was four at the time who had a, a terminal illness. She had cancer and did not, I was not able to, um, to beat cancer, unfortunately, and passed away. And during her service, they had an altar call, and my husband, not, again, kind of the same position I was in, grew up in a in a Christian home, did not have that personal relationship. He just said he felt the Holy Spirit call to him to go up to the front. And so while he was there in her in a memorial service, he gave his life to Christ, came home to me, 
and at the time I had a newborn, and said, you'll never believe what happened to me today. And it was like the entire room filled with light. And I was like, this is what I've been searching for. This is, I think, where God has been leading me. And so the next night I knelt down um, next to the bed with my son, and I just said, you know, God, I love you and I need you, and, um, you know, I want you to be my Lord and my Savior. And from that moment on, my life was just completely different. You know, you hear faith stories on people say um, everything changed. I said there was this light, this bright light, and I just had this peace and this warm feeling, and nothing has been the same since. So then from there, where, how did that get you to where you are today? Yeah, so um, about that same time is when I my faith story began. That's when we accepted Christ and, um, again, had my son and just thought, you know, something just doesn't feel right here. Um, I listened to a radio program very similar to I Work For Him and just knew that I was supposed to be home and to, to raise our family. And so I took some time off after working in securities for a season of time and then was looking to do odd jobs. You know, continuing, my kids were old enough to go back to school, and the our current COO of Belay Solutions was a neighbor of mine, and she gave me a call, and she said, hey, I know you've got a lot of great skills, and I've got this gentleman who is starting this organization, and would you be willing to give us five hours a week? And I thought, of course, I could do five hours a week, and so I started working for Belay and using my gifting and my talents. And that's one of the beautiful things about working for, for Brian and Shannon Miles is that they're able to see the gifting and the talents in each individual and really cultivate those. And so I started working as one of our independent contractors providing service, provided um, service to an executive pastor up in Chicago, Illinois. And from then, moved into the manager of human resources and then the VP of finance and where I sit today is the CFO. Tell us about your, how did you in this career journey learn to be able to connect your faith and your work? What did that look like for you? Sure, I don't know that I ever viewed them independently. You know, my faith is who I am. And so it was always very natural for me to talk about my faith and lean into my relationship to Christ in my job. Now, again, I, I did have that segment of time where I was able to focus strictly on my family and to do things very small, you know, a few hours here and a few hours there. Um, so I think that's why it became such a natural fit for me to work for an organization like Belay because I did feel like it was very natural and I couldn't imagine being who I am and suppressing my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried and I'm not very good at it. You know, I'll go out to lunch and networking. And and it's right there. It's in the forefront of who I am. I am nobody without Christ. And I I would not have a career, um, this amazing journey without him. So I'm not very good at stuffing it down. It just comes out. That is such a concept of leadership, at least in Christian leadership, to be one integrated person. And it's beautiful to hear, Lisa, that a numbers woman uh, who stayed home for nine years with her children now is in a CFO position and standing for Christ in the workplace. So I'm curious to know, how, how have you learned leadership over your life? Yeah, well, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, it was easy, for, relatively easy for me. I have two amazing parents that are great leaders. My dad mm. was an officer in the Army, and so I saw his leadership 
Um, my mom, later on in life, when I was in high school, she went back to school and ended up becoming a director of nursing before retiring. So I saw these great two leaders, and I knew that I wanted to be a leader. Outside of that, you know, I'm just a student of life. I love people. I'm an avid, lifelong learner, constantly looking for new relationships, got a natural curiosity and a love of people, which has led me to desiring deep relationships with talented people in all levels, um, not just in their careers, um, you know, different types of occupations. So when I look at leadership, it's not about a specific role, but to me it's Mm -hmm. about influence. It's about caring for people. I want to give back more than I receive. And so I just kind of have that natural tendency to view leadership as a stewardship. And so when I want to grow as a leader, I reach out to people in all different aspects of life and say, what makes them just a great person to be around? Do they have people who are willing to follow them? Do they have people who are interested in who they are? And then sit down and talk to them. Um, I've also been blessed with an incredible mentor. I've been a part of wonderful groups. Um, You know, Caroline, you and I have a a mutual friend um, who has been an incredible mentor to me in this season of my life, and just leaning into her for deep questions about things like my faith and leading an organization that fortunately is able to share their faith. So what about the um, culture there at Belay? What have you discovered um, in working there? What what kinds of things, you know, are, are of interest in this conversation of I work for him? Yeah, so um, we have amazing core values um, and an amazing mission, if I say so myself, right? So our mission is to glorify God by equipping our clients with the resources to climb higher. We do not shy away from the fact that God owns our company. He's our number one, um, Mm -hmm. and he gets all the glory for everything that we do. So first and foremost, our culture is rooted in our faith, our Christian faith, that that God is number one, um, that he is Alpha and Omega. Outside of that, we developed some core values, God being one of them, team, gratitude, passion, vision, fun. Caroline Mendez, our I Work Ram National Brand Ambassador, take it from here. All right. So, Lisa, before the break, you were sharing with us that you surveyed your employees about their top three priorities. Tell us more about that. Yeah, I know. I was just so excited. I wanted to share them with you. So, God, family, and fun. And when we just look at our our core values, they fit so perfectly into that. And so we've really tried to weave those into the culture here at Belay. Again, we're unapologetically, our company is here to serve Christ. Um, And then to have a team full of followers, not everyone. That's the other cool thing, right, that we work for an organization. We have an organization that we're able to encourage others through our own core values. And you know, we do that, again, by sharing our faith open on our website. Um, you know, we, we pray before our meetings. Um, we have each of our team members memorize their um, our values and our mission. And so it's in their heart. It's not just some words up on a wall or on a website. Um, we also offer devotions and prayer services. Um, when we have events, again, we're a remote team. And so when we all get together, we have these fabulous, fun events. And we also offer a worship service as part of those events. That's optional for any team member who wants to come and participate. But, you know, we, we, we also encourage questions about faith. 
for those um, who might still be seeking who are a member of our team. What, would, what do you want to share with other Christian working women, Christian professional women who work? What, what do you want them to know? Yeah, thank you, Caroline. It's a lot of times when I've talked about mentoring, the women who come to me do try to, you know, live out that Wonder Woman lifestyle, thinking that they can be everything to everybody. And so I think mm. it's important for, for every working woman to know that she's enough. She's enough before she ever took the job. She was enough before she um, went after to, to get a degree or to get additional training. She is enough. She doesn't have to prove anything. Um, I think so often that's why we carry that Wonder Woman syndrome is because we just don't feel like we're enough. We're going to disappoint somebody. And so I think that's so good. That's what I tell each of my, my mentees is that you're enough. I'm here to help you, but you're enough just who you are, just who God created you to be. He doesn't make mistakes. So he already equipped you to be who you need to be. So um, obviously that God loves you. Um, don't be afraid to put yourself first. Again, that right? Can we all agree as women on this call? Sorry, Jim. That <laughs> you probably to agree too. I know we love to put everybody first before ourselves, and it's okay to be selfish and to say, "I need a break from me." Um, I always love the analogy of being on the airplane that you have to put your oxygen mask on first before you can um, take care of the person next to you, a child, or perhaps somebody, you know, who needs additional assistance. And so taking time out for ourselves is really, really important. And I want to give each woman out there permission to do that. Um, It's also okay to lead with authority. Um, The more that I spend time with professional women, I hear that so often they're um, afraid to have a loud voice, a strong voice in a conversation because of how they'll be perceived. Um, and even when they, they do say it, there's sometimes um, a perception of, of her not being nice or, you know, who does she think she is because she's a woman. So just don't be afraid to have, have authority, um, you know, and, and reach out to, to groups, to other Christian groups. Like I said, I met my mentor through a very, very strong uh, Christian group for business leaders and business owners. Um, seek out those groups so you can be surrounded by like-minded women. You know, um, I want to I want to dwell on that for a minute when you said about um, leading with authority and how we're afraid mm-hmm. to have a loud voice. Is the mm-hmm. fact that um, she, you know, we are in a culture where the um, woman, you know, in the culture, everybody's telling us, you know, that we're okay we're loud and we're bold and we want attention and, and all of this, but yet we're believing lies when it comes to our own personal life. Um, and we don't live out how God has created us to be. And it's not an agenda. It's not, you know, that we have something to prove just being who we are. Going back to your first comment, Lisa, about, you know, that we are enough and not trying to be something that we're not. But if we have something that God's put on our heart, that it is our responsibility to steward that and to share it with others, but with grace (laughs) and with, you know, not um, balancing this message that we're hearing from the culture and saying, who are you as a woman and how, what, what voice has God given you and steward that well. 
because I think so many of us get confused by all of the the arguing that's going on that we then shy away from being anything as a woman. I'd like to thank Lisa Zevel for being on the show today from Belay Solutions. Thank you, Lisa. You did a great job. Thanks for sharing your story and being authentic, transparent, and vulnerable. Really appreciated you being on the show today, Lisa. Oh, well, thank you. It was um, it was an honor. This was an incredible opportunity. and um, love to have be able to encourage others. And thank you, Caroline Mendez, our iWork Rim brand, national brand ambassador. Thanks for being on iWork Rim with us today. It was wonderful. Thank you. You've been listening to iWork Rim with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, iWork for Him. Thank you for listening to the iWork for Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at iWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content. When you sign up for our blog at iWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at iWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at iWorkForHim and online iWorkForHim.com.